It's time for America's most unique motorsports show, Mostly Motorsports with Scott Trailer, brought to you by Lucas Oil Products. It works. Welcome to Mostly Motorsports. I'm Scott Trailer, along with producer Austin O'Neill, Kirk Elliott sitting in with us as he does each and every Friday. A good show lined up for you today. We've got Dennis Erb Jr., the current point leader with the World of Outlaw Late Models. He's going to be joining us here in a little bit. We'll talk about what's going on this weekend at Humboldt 81 and um, US 36 US Raceway. 36 Raceway on Sunday. Yeah. yeah. So here we go, Kirk. It's a, a big weekend for late model racing around this area. Are you looking forward to it? I am. Yeah. I, uh, I'm i not able to go to Humboldt or 81, but we got a Ryan Raglan down there. He's going to grab a couple of interviews yeah. uh, for tomorrow morning's track talk show from down at Humboldt tonight, and he's also going to 81 Speedway. But I think you and I are planning on heading up to uh, I'm Osborne, gonna, right? I'm going to go up to US 36, yeah, yeah if everything uh, it goes good um, between now and then. Yeah, I think that I'll, I'll head up there and uh, check that out. I I'm looking forward to some late model racing. I wish I could go down to Humboldt in 81 and watch those races, but uh, unfortunately I'll be stuck right here in the studio watching the races this weekend. Um, Well, we got to get up so early in the morning after a a two-and-a-half-hour drive down to Humboldt and back. Uh, It's not, not, not... It's a little out of my range right? for Friday night. Kind of like me. Same thing. I'd like to go. Yeah. I'd like to be there, but... Ryan will be down there giving all that coverage. And these are the last points races before the world finals. Right. You know, the late models, big block modifieds, and the sprint cars all get together down at Charlotte for the world finals. And uh, we got one more sprint car race to go, the $75,000 to win National Open tomorrow night at Williams Grove. But these are the last World of Outlaw late model races before they go the to, world finals. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be good. Uh, Dennis Herb is currently, as I mentioned, the World of Outlaw points leader. He's got a 98-point uh, lead over T- Tanner English, and um, he is 166 points ahead of Max Blair, the 111 V-car. So uh, it's going to be good to talk to him. Um, hell of a good racer. He's won a lot of races this year. Um, I think, if I'm not mistaken, Kirk, I think he's won eight races this year. He's had 35 top fives and 61 top tens. Um, And with the World of Outlaws, they've ran 38 races. He's got four wins, 19 top fives, and 30 uh, top tens. So he's he's doing pretty good this year. Probably the biggest win of Dennis Herb's career has to be when he won the Dream back in 2016 at Eldora Speedway. Yeah. Uh, Where she went at Eldora in a big crown jewel event like the dream right. the dream is a big one that sets you apart from most other late model drivers so he's got that on his resume yeah so what do you what kind of race do you think we'll see up at uh, uh john bowler and i hope that fans show up to go to his race up there at us 36 raceway uh up in osborne missouri it's only about what about 40 minutes away from kansas city kirk is that about right they're about an hour north i i figure about an hour from my house you I drive a little you it's, drive a little slower than i do well you're north kansas city here so from here where we're at right now it's probably yeah about 40 45 minutes mm-hmm. yeah so so let's hope that a lot of people show up up at us 36 humboldt and 81 speedway for the world of outlaw late models this weekend um 
But this is more. Hey, Kirk, would you agree with me? What do you what what part of the country do you think we're in right now? Do you think that we're in late model country or we're in sprint car country? Right here in the Kansas City area, I think it's more sprint cars. But if you go south around where Lucas Hole Speedway is, southern part of Missouri, uh, more late model country. Yeah, I would think. Uh, but you know, but would it be fair to to throw in modifieds as well? Yeah, is this modified country? Yeah, I to me, I here in Kansas City, I think it's all three: the late model sprints and modifieds. But I think sprint cars, open wheel, maybe carry just a little bit of an edge right here in Kansas City. But right, like I say, you go southern Missouri, uh, south of here. It's more late model country. Austin, what do you think? Is this more modified late model or sprint car country where we're in right here in the Kansas City area? What modified country. Yeah. How many tracks have local late model or sprint car racing? Not many. None. None. Right. There's your answer. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm kind of with you. I think it's more modified country than anything. But mod, but to, to be fair about that, um, modified racing is... Is tumbling downhill right now. Would you agree with me on that, Austin? I, uh, I mean it, it, it. Yeah, I mean, just look at the card counts, but that's that's all I can really say about. It. I don't, I don't pay attention to it. I, I, I'm not the best person to, to answer that question. Why wouldn't you be? I don't. You're I'd, pretty smart. I, I can. I'm really smart. I feel like in, in certain things. Oh my god! Just not, he just said he's really smart. <laughs> he is. <laughs> but I, I don't pay attention to modified racing right here. It's that's that's fact. Yeah. I don't. All you watch is sprint cars. That's that's it. Mm. I guess I'm looking at it in terms of crowd draw, things like that. You know, I was out at Lakeside Speedway last Saturday night. The place was packed. Of course, that's a world of outlaws too, but. It just, uh, it seems to me well, like Kansas City traditionally has always been a big open wheel town. Mo modifieds are not drawing people right now. W would anybody disagree with me on that? You mean in terms of fans? Fans. Yeah. When not, you go to Lakeside Speedway, when you go to any right. one of these other racetracks that are raced around here, and, and, and I'm not just pointing out Lakeside Speedway, but if you look at CMS, they dropped the A mods this year, right? Several years ago, they dropped the A-Mods at Valley Speedway. Um, modifieds aren't a big draw as they were probably in the early 2000s. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I, I think it's fallen off just a bit. The B-Mod class, there's still pretty healthy car count in that division, but even that uh, has fallen off in terms of total car counts over the past uh, five, six years, and a lot of that has to do for a variety of reasons, not the least of which are economics. But uh, modifieds became really popular. Well, we didn't even see a modified here in Kansas City until about, what, 1980 when Keith 70, Kanak, the head of the IMCA, brought 79. the modifieds to this area. Was it 79? 79, he brought them to Riverside. Riverside Stadium was the first racetrack to run modifieds out state, outside of the state of Iowa Yeah, was the first racetrack to do so. And Keith Kanak, who purchased the IMCA from its original organization, yeah, uh, brought the modified to the Midwest, and he put a $300 engine claim on those cars, and he said, we got to find a way to lessen the cost of racing. 
And at that time, we were in a big economic crisis back in 79 and 80. Inflation was high. Economy was not doing good. Uh, hold on. Let's be fair, Kirk. All the way through the 80s, that we had we had uh, economical problems. No, not all the way through the well, 80s. Yeah, pretty in much. the early part of the 80s, from about, well, 70, in the late 70s through the early 80s, Kirk. the economy was not good, but it improved in the later part of the 80s by a lot. And we saw more racetracks, more racers, the sport grew. But not in the, the early 80s, 40 years ago, it was not good. It wasn't good. And, and, and I'm not, listen, everybody loved Ronald Reagan. Ronald Reagan, he wasn't the I thought you weren't going to talk politics. I'm on not I'm not going to talk about it, but it, it, he wasn't the, he wasn't the he was a great person. Ronald Reagan was he, more than anything. Yeah, but the economy boomed in the 80s. No. After after about 83, the economy no. was as strong as it's ever been. No. That's the truth. Probably no. better than what it is right now. Oh, it's probably better than it is right now, for yeah. sure. Yeah, no but doubt about it. But the reason I bring up the, the economy was you had high inflation, you had high... I mean, racing was in a bad way in the late 70s and early 80s. And here comes Keith Kanak bringing this modified that had a, a way of bringing a lot of tracks together in an organization the IMCA with similar rules that a guy could go out and build a modified race car and be able to race it at a lot of different racetracks, which wasn't the case with any kind of race car back then. If you build a race car back in those days, you build it for rules at a specific racetrack, not to race at multiple racetracks. But the IMCA modified back then had the rules package that a lot of tracks signed on to with the IMCA, and a guy could build one of those cars and race it at multiple racetracks, and the $300 engine claim was designed to try to keep the cost down. Yeah. Well, uh, what I do remember is, is Riverside, when they started IMCA Modifieds back in the day, there was a lot of them. Sure. A ton of them. Because guys built those cars because right. they knew they not only could race it at Riverside, but a lot of different racetracks. Right. Bobby Lane, Cliff Hedge. Um, there was a lot of guys that run run modifieds back in the day. A lot of really good modified drivers as well. Um, but I, I just don't think that... Uh, I just don't think... That, first of all, I've said it a million times over the years. Modified racing is getting too expensive. Yeah, this Keith Kanak could be rolling in his grave right now. Right. This is not what he had in mind no. to see the modified. We never saw a race car that looked like that right. back then and see what it's turned into now. I mean, the costs have just gone out of sight. This yeah. is what Keith Kanak, who was the head of Hawkeye Racing News and owned that IMCA organization, was afraid of, was costs getting out of hand. That's exactly what's happened. It is totally out of hand right now. Tammy says that I'm a big block modified. I'm hold on. I'm in big block modified country. However, there there is a UMP modified traveling series that is trying to get traction in the central PA area. UMP is pretty popular. 
USMTS is really popular. USRA is really popular. But those are the series that are driving the cost up. Would you agree with me on that? Yeah, and when uh, I think it all, it really got out of hand when some promoters put up a boatload of money for some big events and it drew late model people in. So that technology came with it. And a lot of the technology that we've seen in the late model ranks found its way into these modifieds. And that's uh, one of the big reasons why the costs have gone out of sight. I think Caleb's uh, right on the money here. I'm just paraphrasing what he says. But if we were to be able to build the cars now, like we were back in the day, back in the IEMCA days, uh, the cost of these cars would be less. But now people just go to the store, they buy the parts they need, and they bolt them on. Yeah, back in those days, you didn't have... uh, you know, parts readily available off the shelf like you do today. Everybody still back in those days had to build everything on their own. Go to the salvage yard and find whatever parts and pieces they could find, but it's become such an industry now that Mm -hmm. you can buy every part for a race car off the shelf. You couldn't do that 40, 45 years ago. Yeah. Hey, let's talk a little bit about uh, last night, the 28th annual Trophy Cup. Um, at uh, T- Thunderbolt Raceway out in Tulare, uh, it happened last night. Ryan Timms picks up the win. Austin, uh, that track took rubber, didn't it? Yeah, not. I I'm not really up to date on on the t- Trophy Cup format, but I know if you want to win the Trophy Cup, you got to pass a lot of cars, and they usually stick the fast guys in the back. And uh, if we want a really entertaining Trophy Cup this year, we better get a track better than what we saw in the feature. Uh, it just it's going to be hard to put on a good show when it's when it's like that. And, uh, I mean, it's just a, a product of having 87 cars in the pits. And uh, it's just we usually kind of see it, it's usually the trend at a lot of these tracks that have, you know, two and three night shows that have, you know, 80 some odd cars that their first night is usually the worst night. And they usually get their their other track prep better as, as the nights go on. But, um, yeah, hopefully it gets better tonight. But last night wasn't wasn't too exciting justin sanders was running second last night and gets into the wall and gets upside down that that was a big blow for him because if you think about the amount of points he would have got for running second versus where he finished i I don't know where he ended up i think it was it was back there towards the back um but anyway long story short is that cost him a lot of points last night didn't it justin sanders It, it did i I haven't seen the the points breakdown yet, but you know Justin Sanders is probably one of the many California favorites. You know, going into this week, and he's been uh, just really fast this year, and he has a lot of different uh, you know ex- races and and different stuff. Is he's in the two X car some nights, and he's running Swindell's car, you know, back in the Midwest. So he's he's getting a lot of good experience on top of what he already has. Um, and yeah, I, I think he was. It's going to be a tough one to contend with if he doesn't have that problem uh, last night. But it's just, you know, he was in the rubber, and I just got sucked in the fence as, as everybody else kind of does at Tulare. It's just, you know, you get to the cushion, and it you know tends to suck you in, and, and you're in rubber, and you just can't get out of it. But, right. um, yeah, it's just, uh, it's just this weekend's always very, always very different, and it's, it's, it's just one of those races that we finally, it's, Nothing. It's not normal, um, right. and we get to see something like I said that's just unexpected and and unpredicted. 
You know, um, Blake Hahn, uh, who we had on the show here, I guess it was last week or was it this week? This week. This week. What? Uh, yeah, I, I can't yeah. remember. <laughs> it's a blur to me. But anyway, Blake Hahn, he was leading the B main, had a big lead. Yellow comes out, and uh, he falls back to second, and he ends up getting in the wall. He runs in on a lap car. I think it tightened him up a little bit, and as you mentioned, he was kind of in the rubber as well, and it kind of just sucked him into the wall, knocked down his left rear. He didn't make the A main last night. It looked like he was on his way to making the A main, but he did not. Um, Ryan Timms ends up winning last night. Tyler Courtney was second. Kyle Hurst was third, and uh, Shane Gullibach was fourth, and Carson Macedo uh, ended up running fifth last Carson night. Carson Macedo out there. He, did he have to be at Williams Grove it's, on Friday night? I guess so. I, 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 he won't be able to complete this deal, will he? Well, I'm looking. Maybe they meant to put Cole. Is that Cole or Carson? It says Carson right there. I know it. Yeah. It says it in the results. Carson Macedo. I don't know. I know that Carson Macedo will be at Williams Grove Speedway on Saturday night. Right. That's uh, clear across the country. Right. So, yeah, I, that caught my eye there when I was reading the results there. I didn't, I w I didn't watch the race live last night. You saw it live? No, I watched it this yeah. morning. Yeah, I did. Didn't Ryan Timms win the Saturday feature a year ago in he this did. race? He did. And Buddy Kofoid won the overall trophy cup a year ago. Yes. Is that right? That's right. Mm. But but is, but Tim's Buddy's won not. on the final night though. Right. Is Buddy here is is Buddy there? I I didn't see Buddy's name anywhere. Did you guys see it anywhere? I did not. I didn't see it either. Uh -uh. No, nah, he's he's probably going to be if he's not at Williams actually. He'll probably be at the Open, won't he? No, I, I believe they have uh I know the Silver Crown cars are at IRP. I, I know they're going to have midgets in the 500 sprint car, too, so I'm not sure if it's a USAC midget point show. Um, but he might either be, you know, running the pavement car or he'll be at, you know, Williams Grove with the Outlaws. Uh, uh, Buddy is racing in Central PA this weekend. There That's what is. Tammy says. So, And we need to clarify if that was Carson or Cole Macedo. I think they. I think that's a misprint. I think they. that meant to be Cole. I think so. Yeah. I think so. We'll check on it yeah. just to be sure. All right. Well, listen, we're going to take a break. When we come back, Dennis Herb Jr. is going to join us. He is the current point leader with the World of Outlaw Late Models. They're going to be racing this weekend. A lot of great action at uh, Humboldt 81 and US 36 this weekend. And we're going to talk to him about all that and more right here on Mostly Motorsports. It's all brought to you by Lucas Oil Products. It works. We'll be right back. You're listening to Mostly Motorsports with Scott Trailer. There is less than one hundredth of an inch of motor oil protecting your car's engine. Friction and heat causes engine oil to experience thermal breakdown, weakening its ability to protect the engine and its parts. Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer is specially formulated to resist thermal breakdown, protect vital engine parts, and extend the life of your engine. It also stops smoking, knocking, and oil consumption in worn engines. Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer. Keep that engine alive. 
Go harder, faster, stronger with Rod and Supply. Whether you are running industrial, farming equipment, or a race car, Rod and Supply has the assortment of rod ends, radius rods, and specialty products that will help you lead the field in performance. Our superior design means our rod ends last longer and perform better, giving you the edge on the track and saving you money. Contact Rod and Supply or order online today at rodandsupply.com. We don't just sell them, we race them. Rodandsupply.com. Serving the racing community for over 30 years. Next to your vehicle's engine, your transmission is the most important component of your car. If it's not properly maintained, your car may not shift properly. By adding Lucas Transmission Fix to your transmission, it cleans and lubricates sticking valves for proper shifting, renews worn bands to stop slipping, stops seal leaks, will not void new car warranties, contains no harmful solvents. Lucas Transmission Fix, it works. Here at Specialty Sportswear, in-house, we do all of the screen printing, all the embroidery. We do some vinyl. The other add specialty items like your pens, magnets, notepads, calendars. You can actually buy that, build your business, and make it larger. We have the largest screen printing process and the largest embroidery anywhere around in the area. We can do stuff all the way from your school clubs to sports teams, a professional look in the office. If you can imagine it, we can do it for you. Missouri's must play getaway. Osage National Coffee Resort. Three nine hole courses to choose from at the Lake of the Ozarks in the Osage River Valley. Stay and play packages in our first class condos. A beautiful clubhouse complete with pro shop and exercise facilities. A large pool for relaxation and families. The Eagle View Sports Bar and Grill. Great wedding facilities. Go online and make your tea time today. One of the main reasons for poor vehicle performance is a dirty fuel system. It can cause decreased fuel economy and actually do harm to your engine over time. By adding Lucas Fuel Treatment to your vehicle, it cleans and lubricates the entire fuel system. Pump, carburetors, fuel injectors, and valves as you drive. It also improves your vehicle's performance. It's a non-solvent product designed to protect both gasoline and diesel engines. Lucas Fuel Treatment. It works. Race fans, the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum is open seven days a week, year-round, for you to come in and check out all of the wonderful race cars on display in the museum. And our online store at SprintCarStuff.com is open 24 hours a day for you to check out everything that we have in stock for Sprint Car fans. Whether it's for a birthday, anniversary, or Christmas, SprintCarStuff.com has it all. That's at the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum in Knoxville. At Lucas Oil, we take pride in creating problem-solving products to make your car care easier. We protect your vehicle and make it run longer so you can focus on the things that matter most. Whether it's commuting to work, visiting a loved one, taking the kids where they need to go, going to the big game, or anywhere life takes you, Lucas Oil is committed to getting you there for all of life's important moments. Lucas Oil, it works. You're listening to Mostly Motorsports with Scott Trailer. Welcome back to Mostly Motorsports. I'm Scott Trailer, along with producer Austin O'Neill. Kirk Elliott sitting in with us today, as he does each and every Friday. And joining us now is the current point leader with the World of Outlaw Late Models, Dennis Herb Jr. How you doing, Dennis? Uh, good. How you doing? 
Well, uh, we're doing pretty good, man. This is a big weekend for uh, the late models around our area. We're out of the Kansas City area, and uh, Humboldt, 81, and U.S. 36 this weekend. It's a, that's a nice uh, uh, group of tracks to go to this weekend, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it's a good little swing for us here. Get the three different tracks and three nights here, so uh, looking forward to it. Yeah. Um, let me let me ask you about the, the where we are at in the, the world of late model racing right now. It, it seems like everybody, we, we look at the Flow Night in America, the World of Outlaw uh, Late Models, the XR Super Late Model Series. Man, th- th- there's so much going on in the world of late model racing right now, isn't there? Uh, yes, there is. I mean, there's uh, a lot of races out there, um, a lot of a lot of weekday races, um, so I mean, you got your normal touring series, and then you can, you know, go and uh, hit some, you know, races during the week, and uh, just definitely, definitely a lot of a lot to choose from now. Yeah, are are you are you happy with your season so far this year? I know that uh, you've got four wins with the World of Outlaws. I think you've got eight total wins this year. Are you are you happy with your season so far? Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, our season so far has been, you know, pretty good. Um, you know, happy with everything, but, you know, always looking to try to improve and uh, try to get some more wins here before the end of the year. Hey, Dennis, says Kirk, uh, did you set out at the beginning of the season to run the entire World of Outlaws season? Uh, yeah, I've been uh, running the Outlaws for a couple years now, and, uh, you know, it was, uh, it was planned to uh, start off and down into Volusia and uh, run the whole series. Yeah. What, what do you think about the, the flow night in America uh, racing in, in the middle of the week? Uh, is that, that's a pretty cool deal, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it is. I mean, like I said earlier, it gives us another chance to, you know, do a race during, during the week uh, on our way to a, a different race. <clears throat> so, I mean, like I said, it's just another option for us to get out there and, uh, you know, do our job. Yeah. What is the, for you, I mean, in, in this season, this year, what is the race that means the most? Is it the Million at Eldora, uh, and is that the biggest race of the year for everybody? And I know that uh, the 49 car, he's he's had a pretty stellar year this year. He's made a lot of money. But just talk about all the amount of money that's being thrown at the, at the late models this year. Yeah, I mean... This year, for sure, I mean, there's definitely a, a lot being thrown out there. Uh, you know, cause like you said, the million race, I mean, good money there. Uh, you know, you have to dream a lot of a couple or hundred thousand win races. Um, the float night, uh, paying, you know, good money during during the week on them, on them races. Uh, XR, uh, you know, the Outlaws bumped up, you know, a lot of pay. So, I mean... Uh, definitely at this time there's uh, a lot to uh lot to be had out there. Uh speaking of a lot of money, uh Eldora Speedway, you won there the late model dream in twenty sixteen. Talk about that night and obviously that sticks out pretty high in your career. Just uh what do you remember about that night in twenty sixteen at Eldora Speedway? Uh that definitely was a dream come true for me. Um that was going to Eldora all the time that we go there. Uh, 
always like to, you know, win them big races over there. And we've had a lot of success over, over time there. And then, uh, finally to, um, to get out there and, uh, win that race that, that definitely meant a lot for me. Um, uh, especially the way the race, you know, played out with, uh, a lot of lead changes and, uh, caution with one, one coming for the checker flag. So, I mean, it was pretty, uh, nail binding, but, uh, you know, to be able to get that win, um, it was definitely, uh, on the top of my list. Yeah. I'm trying to remember who were you battling with that night? Uh, there was, uh, uh, Josh Richards, um, uh, Jonathan Davenport, um, we were slop, slopping the lead back, uh, pretty much uh, all night there. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it came down to, uh, we got back out front and coming for the checker flag and the uh, caution came out, uh, we got tangled up on one corner and then we had to do a, a restart. So, I mean, that, uh, that was pretty when you think you got the race one and then seeing that come out, I mean, uh, definitely, uh, didn't want, want that to happen, but, uh, we were able to fire back off and get it done. And, uh, like I said, uh, the biggest race, uh, winning race of my career. Yeah. You, you know, you've, uh, you've ran a lot of, uh, races over the course of your career, but you've chosen the world of outlaws. Is there a reason why you choose the world of outlaws over maybe the Luxor late model series or, or or any other series for that matter, Mars or anything else. It, it, why is World of Outlaws most attractive to you? Well, about uh, four years ago, when I switched over to run World of Outlaws, I mean, I just looked at the way the um, the schedule was and how it uh, how it would would fit to go off and uh, do other races with you know when uh, the Outlaws weren't running. But uh, now that I've been on on tour with them for for a few years here now, I mean, it's just, uh, you know, it, it fits me. It's a good group of people to run with, a uh, great series. Um, and, uh, just kind of found a place at home here for it. Yeah. It, it, it seems like the world of outlaw brand, um, people identify with it a little bit more than maybe with some of the other series out there. Would you agree with that? Uh, yeah, I do. I mean, uh, it definitely, you know, sticks out, um, they uh, definitely try to take things to a higher level and uh, think uh, the group that, uh, you know, we're racing with here, I mean, they're definitely uh, working towards to put out bigger and better things. Yeah. Have you uh, ran at any of these racetracks prior to uh, this year? Have you ever ran it at Humboldt? Have you ever ran at 81 or, or US 36? Raceway up in Osborne, Missouri. Have you ran at those racetracks before? Uh, the first two here I haven't, but uh, I, I was up at uh, uh, 36 Raceway a long time ago, I think back in uh, 2009. And uh, I think it was an outlaw race that we were at there. Um, so, yeah, these uh, Humboldt and uh, 81 here would be the first-timers. And uh, like I said, it would be like the second time going back to Houston. U36. I mean, uh, I don't remember that one. Right, right. Uh, US36 is a really high bank racetrack. What is your preference to racetracks? Do Do you like them a little more flat, or do you like them when they got a lot of bank in them? What's your preference? Uh, I like them when they got some banking to them. Um, I, I always feel good. Uh, uh, three eighths bank track is about uh, one of the best ones you can uh, you know put out there. It's just 
usually uh, pretty racy on. Uh, these are the last races before you go to the World Finals. You're trying to nail down this championship. Uh, going into tracks that uh, you really don't have any notes on, uh, what, what's the biggest concerns you have going into Humboldt Speedway tonight? Um, just, you know, you know, seeing what the, the racetrack's going to do, um, how much it would change. Uh, just got to keep an eye on that. Um, like you said, with not racing here and uh, not knowing a lot of the things that go on with the, with the track. But, uh, you know, just got to keep a an eye on things and just uh, make the right decisions and uh, hopefully have a, a good night. Yeah. Well, we really appreciate you taking the time to join us here on Mostly Motorsports. Um, you're leading the points right now. Um, you've got a 98-point a, a lead over uh, Tanner. Um, how do you feel about your chances wrapping up this championship this year? Oh, I feel real good about it. Um, you know, we've had a a good car all, all year long, um, uh, very consistent throughout the year. And, uh, you know, I think as long as, you know, we just keep uh, things going like they have been and uh, don't have any issues, I, I think we'll definitely be okay. Yeah. Uh, you're you're from Illinois out there. One of the uh, tracks I, no- I noticed your favorite event is at Fairbury Speedway. What is it about these Illinois racetracks that uh, really peep the fans love? They draw great crowds. The size of these racetracks. Uh, talk about Fairbury and uh, some of the other racetracks out there in Illinois, close to where you're from. Yeah, out in Illinois, I mean, it, it's just uh, those tracks out there. We just always um, had a, a good a good group of uh, tough cars to race with. Um, uh, the tracks aren't super big and uh they're they're real racy um tight little bull rings and uh you can kind of get uh, a little bit of everything you can you know have a top side with a cushion around there uh a bottom side uh slicks off so i mean uh they generally on them them racetracks uh you know they put on uh, a lot of good shows yeah what is your what is your favorite racetrack that you go to do you have one that's maybe sticks out in your mind as your favorite all time um, I, I guess for the, the more si- bigger events would be, uh, Eldora Speedway. Um, you know, I, I like that one as far as, uh, the track size and, uh, the banking and the speeds, um, pretty much, uh, for the bigger type of racetrack, I all, you know, I would, I'd say that one for sure. But, uh, uh, Peavey, Missouri. Um, that's probably one, another one of my favorite tracks. Um, it's kind of like a small Eldora too. I mean, uh, right. a little smaller in size, but, uh, it's got some good banking to it and, uh, you know, puts on some good races there. Yeah, no doubt. Well, listen, uh, Dennis, we really appreciate you taking the time to join us here on mostly motorsports. Um, good luck to you this weekend at, uh, uh Humboldt 81 and us 36. We'll be up there at us 36 and watching you race this weekend. So, have a good weekend and, and pick up some wins if you can. All right? All right. Thank you very much. All right. There you have it. Dennis Herb Jr. joining us here on the show. He's understated as an interview, but I'll tell you what, you watch him race. He's he's pretty exciting to watch out there, just kind of the way he goes about his business. Well, you know. He, he doesn't sound like he looks out on the racetrack. He's got a heavy foot, though, doesn't he? 
Yeah. 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 But he's a little short spoken. Yeah. But uh, I mean, if you just watch him, he's uh, uh, yeah, kind of rough around the edges. He's a yeah. hardcore racer. Uh, but he, he go, when he goes out there, he doesn't take any prisoners. That's for sure. He's, he's exciting to watch, man. He's won a lot. He's, he's been running a lot of different series. He's run the XR this year. He's run MLRA dirt car, um, uh, Mars. He's run some Mars races. He's run some unsanctioned races as well. So, um, it really in the world of late model racing right now, those guys have to be really excited about what the future brings for late model racing, I would think. Don't yeah. you? No, no doubt about it. I, Scott, I'm going to be really uneasy tonight watching the race down at Humboldt. Why? And not hearing the voice of Rick Eshelman oh, do the races. Yeah, no doubt. This, these will be the first events without Rick. And I got to tell you, I'm not sure, you know, I'm going to feel very good not hearing his voice behind the microphone tonight. Who's going to be making the call, Ben? I'm not sure. Ben Shelton? Is ben he? and Ruben. Who? What's his name? Ruben. Ruben. Ruben Morales? Yes. Ruben Morales. Yeah, he did the, uh, Ruben's a great announcer. He did the Hell Tour. Yeah. He's done the Hell Tour for a number of years. You know, Which I, is also a, uh, you know, world racing group. Do you know where Ruben started his, his career? At? Down at uh, El Paso at uh, Las Cruces. Las Cruces. He was the guy that yeah. re- he was the person that replaced Brian Holbert when Brian Holbert went to the Luxor ASCS National Sprint Car Tour. He worked with Scotty Cook down there at Votto for a time, did he yeah. not? Yeah, he did. He's a great announcer. Yeah. But we're going to miss Rick, that's for sure. Yeah, no doubt about it. All right, we're going to take a break when we come back. More mostly motorsports. Um, before we get out of here, I want to remind everybody about what's going on up at the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum right now. They've got a new Corvette up there. It's a 2023 Z06 Corvette, and it's got the Z07 performance package on it. This car makes 760 horsepower. It's a 5.5 LT6 V8 engine. This car goes from 0 to 60. Kirk, can you go to 0 to 60 in 2.6 seconds? Uh, never, never tried that before. But Didn't you drive a Ferrari one time? I did drive a Ferrari, but I don't remember doing that. Right, right. It, it, it was probably capable of doing that. It probably was. You stalled it out a couple times though, didn't you? Yeah. It yeah. was quite an experience though. Yeah. Anyway, this is such a great car and, and, and again, all the proceeds from this car goes to the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum. You can purchase your raffle tickets at winaz06corvette.com, winaz06corvette.com. And if you don't want the car and you just want to take some cash, they're going to give you $75,000 cash option. The vet itself is worth $100,000. So why would you want to just take the cash Take the car, take the $25,000 they are going to give you on top of it for the taxes, and then sell the car. That would be the best thing to do, wouldn't it, Kirk, if you're going to do it? Don't take the $75,000 cash buyout. I, I wouldn't do that, would you? No. Uh-uh. I'd take the car and the $25,000 on go. top of it. That's the best way to go. Right, right. So anyway, um, it, it it's a great deal, and why you're um, – Purchasing that raffle ticket, you can also purchase a raffle ticket for the Sprint car 
uh, that they have. It's a 2022 Triple X chassis, a complete 410 race ready sprint car that they're going to be uh, raffling off. And they're going to be doing that on uh, Friday, December 16th, just before Christmas, by the way. So if you would like to buy some raffle tickets for the sprint car, you can do that at sprintcarraffle.com. That's sprintcarraffle.com. And if you want to do the Corvette, win a Z06Corvette.com. And uh, if you get a chance when you're up there and you run into Bob Baker, make sure you tell him the Racing Boys told you about it, would you? All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, more Mostly Motorsports. It's all brought to you by Lucas Oil Products. It works. We'll be right back. You're listening to Mostly Motorsports with Scott Trailer. There is less than one hundredth of an inch of motor oil protecting your car's engine. Friction and heat causes engine oil to experience thermal breakdown, weakening its ability to protect the engine and its parts. Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer is specially formulated to resist thermal breakdown, protect vital engine parts, and extend the life of your engine. It also stops smoking, knocking, and oil consumption in worn engines. Lucas Heavy Duty Oil Stabilizer. Keep that engine alive. Go harder, faster, stronger with Rod and Supply. Whether you are running industrial, farming equipment, or a race car, Rod and Supply has the assortment of rod ends, radius rods, and specialty products that will help you lead the field in performance. Our superior design means our rod ends last longer and perform better, giving you the edge on the track and saving you money. Contact Rod and Supply or order online today at rodandsupply.com. We don't just sell them, we race them. Rodandsupply.com. Serving the racing community for over 30 years. Next to your vehicle's engine, your transmission is the most important component of your car. If it's not properly maintained, your car may not shift properly. By adding Lucas Transmission Fix to your transmission, it cleans and lubricates sticking valves for proper shifting, renews worn bands to stop slipping, stops seal leaks, will not void new car warranties, contains no harmful solvents. Lucas Transmission Fix, it works. Here at Specialty Sportswear in-house, we do all of the screen printing, all the embroidery. We do some vinyl. The other add specialty items like your pens, magnets, notepads, calendars. You can actually buy that, build your business to make it larger. We have the largest screen printing process and the largest embroidery anywhere around in the area. We can do stuff all the way from your school clubs to sports teams, a professional look in the office. If you can imagine it, we can do it for you. Missouri's must play getaway. Osage National Golf Resort. Three nine hole courses to choose from at the Lake of the Ozarks in the Osage River Valley. Stay and play packages in our first class condos. A beautiful clubhouse complete with pro shop and exercise facilities. A large pool for relaxation and families. The Eagle View Sports Bar and Grill. Great wedding facilities. Go online and make your tea time today. One of the main reasons for poor vehicle performance is a dirty fuel system. It can cause decreased fuel economy and actually do harm to your engine over time. By adding Lucas Fuel Treatment to your vehicle, it cleans and lubricates the entire fuel system. Pump, carburetors, fuel injectors, and valves as you drive. It also improves your vehicle's performance. It's a non-solvent product designed to protect both gasoline and diesel engines. Lucas Fuel Treatment. It works. 
Race fans, the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum is open seven days a week, year-round, for you to come in and check out all of the wonderful race cars on display in the museum. And our online store at SprintCarStuff.com is open 24 hours a day for you to check out everything that we have in stock for Sprint Car fans. Whether it's for a birthday, anniversary, or Christmas, SprintCarStuff.com has it all. That's at the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum in Knoxville. At Lucas Oil, we take pride in creating problem-solving products to make your car care easier. We protect your vehicle and make it run longer so you can focus on the things that matter most. Whether it's commuting to work, visiting a loved one, taking the kids where they need to go, going to the big game, or anywhere life takes you, Lucas Oil is committed to getting you there for all of life's important moments. Lucas Oil. It works. You're listening to Mostly Motorsports with Scott Trailer. Welcome back to Mostly Motorsports. Scott Austin Kirk hanging out with you today. Oh, uh, oh, Dennis Herb. I, I, I love what Tammy said. A man of few words. Ha ha. It wasn't very... His answers weren't very long, were they? No, I, I just think that's who he is. You know, not the greatest wordmeister in the world. Man of few words. Man of few words. Tammy nailed that one right there. Um, Kirk, you, you were saying that the cushion, um, part of the proceeds from their broadcast that they're doing, it, 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 it's not cheap. No, it's thirty four ninety nine per night. Right. And uh, which, you know, uh, a lot of these uh, events are part of a monthly package at a lot of these places. So right. uh, $99 for the weekend seems like a lot. But I'm going to tell you something. Uh, a lot of the proceeds out of the pay-per-view sales go to the Make-A-Wish Foundation. So it goes to charity. So. Mm. Uh, Dale, he said that uh, am amazingly Dennis runs with... The help of one mechanic. Her name is Heather, and she has been with him forever. How about that? Heather, been with him forever. How about that? Like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's uh, let's let's talk about who do you think is going to win this weekend, Kirk? You got any ideas at uh, these late model races? Or right? The... No, let's start off with the late models and let's go there first. Um, well, it depends on who all shows up. I would imagine that there are going to be additional guys besides the drivers you see on the uh, point standings here for the World About Laws. Uh, you think I'm not Mike sure Marler who will else will there? show up. I don't know. I, I mean, you never know who's going to show up at these events. Mm. Uh, but i got to say Ryan Gustin would be the first name that I would think of. He's got a lot of experience at Humboldt and 81 Speedway. Right. If there's one driver among the top point getters USMTS. for the World About All Late Models yeah. that has a lot of experience, especially at Humboldt and 81 Speedway, it'd be mm -hmm. Ryan Gustin, who's won events at both of those racetracks. Uh, so I, I would have to pick Ryan Gustin. Austin, what do you think? Got any ideas? Uh, I'm going to go with Brandon Shepard tonight. Is he going to be there? He should be there. 
I don't know. I I was looking at Dirt Draft and they have a lineup listed up that has a has a select few cars that you know is scheduled to be there. Um, if Shepard's there, I'm gonna go with Shepard. Uh, I'm trying to think of who's been anybody that's from Illinois will be good tonight and Sunday night because of the track conditions. The what. The kind of conditions you think they'll have tonight, you think? Oh, it's all short tracks in Illinois. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, that's the biggest question in my mind is uh, who are all the drivers that are going to show up at this event? It pays $10,000 to win each night, which is, uh, you know, that's not too bad. And the Lucas Hole Late Model Series, they finished up their events last weekend at the Dirt Track World Championship. So uh, there's not a lot of other events going on so obviously uh, a lot of those guys are going to make their way to Humboldt in 81 this weekend and when you put three races together like that that would seem to attract more drivers because you know you got three nights for for the whole weekend and mm-hmm. these tracks are you know 81 between Humboldt and 81 Speedway what is it, a couple hours between right. those two race yeah. tracks yeah and it's not all that much farther back in the right direction for a lot of these guys to us 36 raceway so the way these races have been packaged together i would think it would draw a pretty good number of late model guys this weekend well i'm gonna i'm gonna take our guest that we had on today dennis herb jr yeah you know he, he talks about all the illinois tracks and how they suit his style i think austin is right on the money these racetracks are going to be similar to those racetracks, and I'm going to pick Dennis Herb Jr. to win tonight. But isn't he going to be more concerned about wrapping up this championship than he is about winning? He's got a 98-point lead. I don't think – if you go out there, first of all, we've all raced for points, right? And it takes the fun out of racing, to be honest with you. Don't you agree with that, Austin? Racing for points takes the fun out at at, at the end of the season. Yeah, if you don't have a big lead. Right, right. If you're if you're just it is ninety eight points a, a big enough lead? You think? It should be, but we have six races left to go. Five, six, five, five to six races. So, I mean, anything can happen. Uh, I, I. If I knew the way their point system worked, I, I could maybe give you a better guess, but he right. should be all right. Right. Actually, don't they just have three races to go, don't they? World finals. Aren't these? They well, got the world finals, and they got these three races. But they don't race every night at the world finals. Did they change the format? They did. I think they race. Everybody races on Saturday, and then they split like some cars. On, on the prelim nights. Well, it, it says right here on his schedule that they race three nights at Charlotte. 15,000 win the first night, 15,000 win the second night, and 25,000 win the third night. So, okay. so there's three nights of action down there. So even though you get past this weekend, you still got to wrap up the title at Charlotte. Six more nights total. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So there's still a lot of work to be done. Yeah. But I, I'm just thinking that Herb is going to be more concerned about points than he is winning. But maybe I could be wrong about it. We should have asked him that question. We, we, we probably should have. Yeah. 
we kind of wrapped up on that. All right, uh, let's talk a little bit about what's going on out there at uh, Tulare um, Trophy Cup at Thunderbolt Raceway. It's the 28th annual. Let's uh, let's kind of go over some of the the favorites you think of the drivers that could win out there. Do you think Tim's wins again, Austin? I'll let you go first. This sure. Time. I mean, he, he's fast enough. So I think, he, I mean, look at your top three, Ryan Timms, Sunshine, and Kyle Hurst. I mean, that's right. no slouches in that deal. Um, yeah, I'm going to go with Rico. I knew you were going to do that. I, for some reason in my mind, <laughs> I knew you were going to pick Rico. Don't count him out. Tyler Courtney, obviously. But uh, Rico, Rico's my man out there, Tulare. It's not a bad pick, to be honest with you. But um, I'm kind of like Austin. I, I, I'm i leaning towards Ryan Timms to win. But, listen, you can't count out Tyler Courtney, right? Is he going to be there all weekend? I would think so. Mm. Sure. Mm -hmm. uh, what about Corey Day, California driver? He's finished in 15th last night after starting 19th yeah I, i'm not i'm not gonna I, if i was a betting man i wouldn't put my money on Corey day would you austin 360 instead of a 410 is that the reason why oh i don't know i don't know if that's the reason why i just i think he's a hell of a race car driver i just don't think that i think he needs a little more experience to get up there and and outrace these guys like a Ryan Timms, a Tyler Courtney, a Kyle Hurst, a Shane Gullibuck. Um Did we figure out if that was Cole Macedo? Did you go to um, Did you go to my race pass, Austin? Can well, you go this, to my these race are pass? the my race pass results. These results came directly from my race pass, and it had Carson Macedo listed. Did you in make the that press release up on there? Yeah, the I pull I I pulled the results off my race pass. Oh, you did. Yeah. They but, didn't they didn't send a press release out, huh? But doesn't Cole Macedo run the twenty one T car? I, I I thought he did. I'm not sure, but you know I heard them I heard them mention his name a few times last night. Cole Macedo. Yeah, I think that's who it is. Yeah, I mean Carson Macedo would ha if he were out there, he'd have to fly all the way across the country, back to uh, Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, to race in the big seventy-five thousand dollar to win Crown Jewel National Open. So I just can't imagine that it was Carson. You know what? All the way I, out there I think I'm going to change my pick. I think I'm going to take the two X of Justin Sanders. How about that pick there, Austin? Is that pretty solid pick, you think? Sure. Yeah, go yeah. for it. Mm -hmm. I, I think Justin Sanders, because he was running second last night, got in the wall, stepped on his little buddy, smashed him a little bit. So you'd be picking him to win the overall trophy cup or Saturday nights? Well, you know, I don't think he's going to pick the overall uh, uh, cup up because – 
he finished twentieth last night. Yeah, that that's that's a hard thing to come right. back from, isn't it? But winning on Saturday night, I think he's got a good shot yeah. at that. Yeah. It just all depends on what happens tonight. How some of these guys that did well tonight can do it again tonight. Man, I really felt bad for Blake last night. Yeah, because he was going to qualify for the A main. He was he was in a qualifying spot and and just got in there, got all tightened up, got him right up on a bumper of a lap car, and it just tightened him up a little bit too much, and he scooted up into the wall. And it was kind of funny how he hit the wall. He went up and he hit the wall, but then when he came back down, he landed on his left rear, and it, it knocked the, the tire off the bead. That's after he'd started on the pole of that bead, man. Yeah, right? he did. He started on the pole. Yeah. He ended up coming back, and after uh, after all that, he ended up running 12th. So we'll watch how he was able to bounce back. Man, that's a two. long ways to pole to go out there to California. And then they're, they, after this weekend, they got to come back to, uh, well, they'd be back home for the uh, Fessy Fall Fling. Fall Fling at uh, Creek County Speedway next weekend to wrap up Kirk, the championship. Kirk, it's the Fuzzy Fall Fling. The Fuzzy Fall Fling. Yeah. Great uh, tribute to uh, Fuzzy, who we all miss. Right. No doubt about it, man. I miss her tremendously. She was a dear friend of mine. And uh, I'm going to say this about Fuzzy. One thing about Fuzzy, whenever I did something wrong, you know, uh, I don't know if you remember this, Kirk. I I'm sure you do, but not everybody out there. But my mom passed away in 09, and that was the year I started going out on the road with the Luxor ASCS National Sprint Car Tour. And for some reason or another, Fuzzy kind of picked up the role as – the person that, when I wasn't doing things right, she'd come over and she'd give me an earful of, about it. Hey, Scott, I need to talk to you. And she'd pull me aside and she'd give me a little chewing. She'd chew on me a little bit. And she'd give me some good advice. And uh, I sure do miss her. She did that because she loved you. Uh, I don't know about all that, but she... Uh, she was a great woman. She, she treated me uh, exceptionally good. And, uh, you know, it, it's so funny that all the years that I worked with Emmett, who did I always talk to when I needed to get something done? Fuzzy. It was Fuzzy, wasn't it, Kurt? Every time I said, I need to call Fuzzy, wouldn't I? Yeah. You did. Good stuff. I know when we went to the Chili Bowl last year, not seeing her around, that was hard. Tough. Yeah, no doubt about but it. But she's there in spirit. Oh, no doubt. Her family is uh, is going to carry on her legacy. And I, I love what they're doing, calling it the Fuzzy Fall Flame. I think that's great. Great, great tribute. Yeah, no doubt about it. All right. Well, again, we want to thank everybody for tuning in to the broadcast again today. Don't forget tomorrow, uh, Kirk and I will be doing Track Talk, which we've been doing for 22 years on Sports Radio 810 WHB. It's tomorrow morning at 8 o'clock. I know it's early for some of the people around the country, but uh, we sure appreciate it if you tune in and listen to the show. We play a lot of the replays. We'll probably not play the meltdown that I had this week. No, we don't need to hear that again. We don't need to hear that one again. No, not at all. You got that all straightened out, though, right? Uh, 
I didn't. I didn't do anything to straighten it out. The guy did. Listen, the guy did send a message saying he apologized for doing it and he wasn't going to do it again. So we'll just have to wait and see if he does it with anybody else's video. Yeah, because you put the fear of God in him. Well, I didn't do that. I just talked to him on the air. That's it. That's all. Yeah, that was. Uh, I mean, you really got after it that day. I know it. I know it. I shouldn't be that way. But sometimes I just lose. And we'll probably try to get Lee Spencer on in the morning. Talk yeah, about uh, probably. what's yeah. going on. NASCAR, a lot of stuff going on about that. My least favorite topic. <laughs> just so you know. A lot, of, a lot of issues going on. Yeah. All right. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in to the show. We hope that you'll join us tomorrow morning on Track Talk on Sports Radio 810 WHB. You can watch it right here on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and RacingBoys.com. For Austin O'Neill, for Kirk Elliott, I'm Scott Trailer saying thanks for joining us. We'll see you tomorrow morning on Track Talk on Sports Radio 810 WHB. See you then. One of the main reasons for poor vehicle performance is a dirty fuel system. It can cause decreased fuel economy and actually do harm to your engine over time. By adding mucus fuel treatment to your vehicle, it cleans and lubricates the entire fuel system, pump, carburetors, fuel injectors, and valves as you drive. It also improves your vehicle's performance. It's a non-solvent product designed to protect both gasoline and diesel engines. Lucas Fuel Treatment. It works. Go harder, faster, stronger with Rod and Supply. Whether you are running industrial, farming equipment, or a race car, Rod and Supply has the assortment of rod ends, radius rods, and specialty products that will help you lead the field in performance. Our superior design means our rod ends last longer and perform better, giving you the edge on the track and saving you money. Contact Rod and Supply or order online today at rodandsupply.com. We don't just sell them, we race them. Rodandsupply.com, serving the racing community for over 30 years. Race fans, the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum is open seven days a week, year-round, for you to come in and check out all of the wonderful race cars on display in the museum. And our online store at SprintCarStuff.com is open 24 hours a day for you to check out everything that we have in stock for Sprint Car fans. Whether it's for a birthday, anniversary, or Christmas, SprintCarStuff.com has it all. That's at the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum in Knoxville. At Lucas Oil, we take pride in creating problem-solving products to make your car care easier. We protect your vehicle and make it run longer so you can focus on the things that matter most. Whether it's commuting to work, visiting a loved one, taking the kids where they need to go, going to the big game, or anywhere life takes you, Lucas Oil is committed to getting you there for all of life's important moments. Lucas Oil, it works.